0: Hello everyone and welcome to the But How podcast. This is not my normal audio or video setup, but I am going to be doing an introduction to this week's episode where I am having a guest on the podcast. It's been a long time since I've had a guest on the podcast and I now feel like I have a very clear vision of who it is that I want to bring on and introduce to y'all who are listening, my audience, my soul family, my people. So I just want to say thank you all for joining me for this episode, this very special episode with Sophie Marie from Sophie Marie Wellness. The universe has crazy ways of connecting you with people when you are on your soul's journey and truly trying to find your purpose. And Sophie is somebody who is truly embodying her purpose and really starting to take actionable steps. And I just really admire everything that she has done to create such a beautiful platform. Sophie has a ton of free and paid options for her resources available on her website. So some of her free options include an audiobook, free hit and yoga workouts on her YouTube channel. She also has a blog on her website with tons of amazing articles where she pours her soul into writing about different ways that y'all can tune in to your body and just really explore and go within, like I talk about all of the time on the podcast. So I'm very grateful to be able to bring on another individual who is just as enthusiastic about health and wellness as I am. In this episode, Sophie and I talk about movement and how it is medicine for the body and how you can heal yourself from the inside out. We talk a lot about unity, consciousness, and feeling the oneness and the magic that exists inside of each and every one of us through the practice of yoga. And we dive into so many other things like how to get started on your wellness journey and advice for anybody who is wanting to get started with their yoga journey and wellness journey and all the different journeys. Like there's so many different avenues that you can go down and we talk about how There is just that, so many different paths within wellness and spirituality. This conversation is so beautiful. The only thing that I have to add before I shut up and get started with this episode is that the audio did cut out at the end, but don't worry, Sophie will be back For another episode, so it does kind of end at a weird place, but I know you all will get so much from this episode. So, the only other thing that I have to add is that I always ask every single person who is listening to go into this episode or any episode that I upload with an open mind. All right, y'all. I hope you enjoy. Please don't forget to subscribe, rate this podcast, and turn on the post notifications so that you are notified when part two of this conversation comes out. Welcome, Sophie. I'm so grateful to have you here sharing your time and energy as we speak to my audience about wellness and back pain and all the different things today. And just ultimately set the foundation to maybe change lives of whoever is listening. So thank you so much for taking the time to be here today.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to dive in and yeah, I love the connection that we had immediately. And as we've talked outside of this, that our lives are so interconnected um, in so many ways and aligned. So I think this is going to be a really beautiful conversation.
0: Absolutely. So before we get into this topic today, before we get into this conversation, I would like to just give Sophie the floor to share about ways that you guys can connect with her.
1: So you can connect with me through my Instagram, Sophie Marie wellness. Um, my website's the same Sophie And through there, you can see my offerings for my live virtual fitness programs that I offer for high performing women. And then I have free fitness uh, workout and yoga videos and some meditation videos on YouTube. So um, my YouTube channel name is Sophie Marie Wellness.
0: Oh, the first thing I said to her was like, I'm going to try out one of your yoga videos. Like this is how I know, right? If we're energetically aligned. As soon as I dove into one of her videos, guiding me through a morning yoga flow, I forgot, like I forgot for a second that I was listening to somebody that I actually know, you know, like it felt like a yoga with Adrian video, just in the way that you were able to just guide with your words. And I think that that's such a beautiful gift and that like you're more than just a yoga instructor. I think a lot of people, you know, see different titles like Ayurvedic, whatever Ayurvedic ayurvedic practitioner holistic healer yoga instructor personal trainer and kind of lump people into these categories of you know self development spiritual woo woo whatever but like there are so many layers to each individual avenue that you can go down within this category of wellness and spirituality. And um, for me, you know, it's speaking my voice, it's using my throat chakra. And for you, it's movement through medicine and being able to guide people with your voice, like people should be able to understand what you're saying by just closing your eyes and you just paint such a beautiful picture with how your body should be moving throughout the practice. So I just really want to say to everybody listening, like I hope you can hear the genuinity in my voice and that Sophie knows what she's talking about. She really knows her stuff. And one of my favorite parts about your videos is that they're not like, they're not mainstream. You're not doing like all of the basic poses just because You know, you don't have thousands of followers. You're not just doing the mainstream stuff that, you know, like people can follow along with. You're getting deep into these twists and you're doing different movements, you know, having us focus on different parts of the body, like moving further into our fingertips in a certain type of forward fold or like this morning when I was doing a practice with you, the log pose with the legs and switching the positioning of it and really getting down and explaining how to do things. So all of that to say everybody what Sophie has to offer. I truly believe in and I really would just appreciate you guys taking the time to even try one of these free yoga or hit videos. It will really change the way that you view your perspective on movement and I think that's what you really stand for. So I want to give you the floor now to just kind of talk about your experience with how you found a balance with movement and what got brought you in this direction of teaching yoga.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I started practicing yoga when I was in college. And so I was, I just started college. I was about 18 and a friend of mine invited me to a class and I had been to a couple before that, but it didn't, you know, I was in high school It didn't resonate as much. Um, It was like Bikram hot yoga and it was hard and cool. It was awesome, but I didn't really fully get into my practice until, yeah, I was about 18 and the first few classes that I took first yoga classes that I took were actually um, really uncomfortable and confusing, like I didn't know what I was doing, I felt like everybody else in the room knew what they were doing and I didn't. But I remember um, being really inflexible, first of all, I was super tight and I had all, I felt like i had always been tight and I always chalked it up to genetics. And I was always like, I'm just tight because I was born that way. And there's nothing I can do about it. Well, after I took one or two yoga classes, I remember Googling, can you make yourself flexible? Because I really wanted to be more flexible. Like being tight was uncomfortable, especially in the yoga classes. And when I found out through Google that, yes, you can, I was like, all right, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make it a goal to go to yoga classes um, often. I'm going to go like every, I don't know, it was like every other day or every three days. And so my main, so it started out being like a physical thing. That was my focus. And after I had been going to maybe about like four or five classes, it was really quick that I was laying in Shavasana and had this like really beautiful experience of unity and connection to all the people around me. And that was the first time I've ever really had that experience in my entire life. And so I had realized like I had been going through all my whole life, just like going through the motions, kind of living like a zombie almost. Um, and so that really opened my eyes. And well, yes, I did over the months become like increase my flexibility, which opened up my body. Um, it, I also opened up my mind. And I think that all kind of goes hand in hand when your body opens, your mind opens and you just feel freer in general. Um, another really interesting thing that happened when I first, during one of my first few classes is I was driving out of the parking lot And like somebody cut me off and instead of like what I would have done before that was would have like been like, Oh, what an idiot or something. And like had this negative thought and it didn't bother me at all. I was like, Oh, okay. Like, well, we're all just driving here. So, and they obviously didn't do it on purpose. And it was in that moment that I realized like I was changing as a person, just the way that I was seeing the world. So, Mm. yeah. So, um, fast forward, I decided to get my, I fell in love with yoga, um, created a meditation practice that I was doing every morning throughout college. I was waking up like before my roommates and sitting out and we had this little porch in our and it was in Florida. So the weather was really nice. And so I'd sit outside and I'd meditate for like just 10 or 15 minutes. Um, and so that was my practice and, and going to yoga classes. And I, and then fast forward from there, I became a yoga teacher and um, it all just blossomed from there.
0: Oh, That's so beautiful. And it so, so resonates with me. And it doesn't even surprise me anymore after we talk about all the synchronicities between us, but, you know, really getting back to like how everything took place in order for us to sit in front of a zoom camera and have this conversation while you're in Colorado and I'm in the state of Texas. And for us to connect, we both started off our journey and energetically, aligning ourselves and raising our vibra- our vibration through the practice of yoga because that was really the foundation for me as well but it wasn't it wasn't the area that I wanted to focus on I knew that there was a different gift inside of me but I know just how healing it is for me so I mean I honor the fact that you took the time to get certified and to just really step into your purpose because it's so clear to me listening to you and going through your practices that this is your dharma you have to offer and just see you to grow and to evolve in this space because it does really just start with that one step and making that commitment to show up. To yoga practice, three times a week, and you don't even know what opportunities could come from there. And now you're creating this beautiful brand for yourself just because you made one decision to show up on the mat every single day, which really is the hardest part. And I love the, um, I love the explanation that you brought up of, when you realize that you were changing, that the person cut you off in the parking lot, because I actually started to realize this about myself as well. You know, when I'm getting more into a regular, uh, yoga practice and when I have a very, very consistent meditation routine, cause I'm not perfect. I do not show up every single day and meditate. I try to, and I at least want to for like, you know, five minutes, but sometimes it doesn't happen. But when I am, I really am In that centered place where I realize that I am creating my own reality and that nobody else is responsible for how I feel. And when you show up on the mat and you center yourself, literally center yourself and get to that place of being and existing inside of you and feeling the magic in you, you start to get to that place where things just don't bother you anymore. And it brings you that calmness. And not only does yoga offer you that. And that's like what yoga was created for was medicine for you to heal from the inside out. But it also is a great form of exercise and a way to move your body. And you live in a beautiful state where you can go outside and go hiking and all different places in the mountains. So jealous of that right now, this time of year, especially after the, the, uh, the snow has melted. But you know, being flexible and being able to move through a lot of these, these different types of flows, it seems like a really easy task, but it actually is quite challenging and it can be very intimidating to people who are just getting started. So what is your biggest piece of advice to somebody who is maybe interested in implementing a regular yoga practice into their routine, but they're not really sure where to start or they're feeling discouraged because they haven't stretch since their high school athletic career.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So beginner classes is a place to start. And I know that seems obvious, but it's really not obvious to a lot of people, especially those who like are athletic or, um, yeah, or have a lot of strength and they think that they should just skip right to like the intermediate advanced classes because they're strong or whatever. Um, but actually the, the reason you want to start with beginner always is because, you're learning the foundation of like the poses, the names of the poses, and so it's more about like your knowledge of of the practice versus your your physical abilities. And I even like to take beginner classes sometimes too, because it's just nice to get back to the basics and slow down. Um, but honestly, YouTube is a great um, free resource for that. Some people some people feel like they need to go to to an in person class to really get themselves motivated to do it. And I'm all for that too. I think it's very, very dependent on, on each individual. So whatever works for you, whatever resonates with you the most, um, just start doing that. And like, don't worry about what you look like or what other people think of you, because everybody started at the beginning, nobody knew how to do yoga right away. So, um, nobody's ever judging in a class and, um, yeah, so I would just say, start with that and just, See how it opens up your body, and you can do shorter practices too. You don't have to do necessarily do a full hour if that feels more difficult for you.
0: I love that you mentioned to start at beginner level because I'm definitely somebody who always wanted to be the the expert at whatever I do. So as soon as I did first get into yoga, I was so ready to just jump right in and become a yoga instructor. And I started to read all about it. I bought this book. I was like telling everybody I'm going to become a yoga instructor but it didn't really resonate with me. I knew that there was something else there for me whenever I was going through that. And that awareness actually came to me through a yoga practice where I was really setting the foundation, feeling into me teaching and me guiding through a yoga practice. And it just felt like not really something that, you know, was my higher calling. And I started to realize as I'm going through other people's classes, just the small little cues that you really have to to give throughout these classes in order to make people have a beautiful experience and to actually experience that magic. So I always, what I noticed about your videos is that you're really good at giving those cues in times when you notice somebody's energy might be kind of fading out toward the end. I noticed a couple of practices that I did where you said, we have the tendency to kind of start to think about our next, what our next task is before, um, before the time is done, before you've honored your time on the mat and honor yourself for showing up and practicing. And I think that that's so important to just slow down and really listen to those cues from the instructor, because listening to those little cues, like soften your jaw, Notice if you feel the urge to get up will help you become more aware of those little things that you do throughout your life kind of mindlessly and don't even realize that you do. So I think it's so beautiful the way that you instruct, the way that you present it, and those small little cues that really do make such a difference.
1: Yeah, thank you so much. Um, I would just say, like, it comes from a lot of my experience, comes from teaching people one on one because I've worked a lot with one on one students. And being able to be up close and personal with them and like see their experience and get their feedback from them has been an invaluable tool. And so I just bring that into my YouTube classes when I'm teaching and just think about those things and give cues based off of what I know people are experiencing because I've seen them experience it. So it's really been a, it's been a perfect progression of kind of how my career has played out because I started out by teaching group classes and then I moved full-time into teaching privately one-on-one in Denver. Um, and I just recently moved away from there up towards the mountains. Um, so I've had to kind of give up those clients, but now I'm focusing really on the YouTube channel. And I've realized like how aligned that's been in allowing me to provide the best experience for people via video.
0: Yes. That's so beautiful too, that you have just embraced this change. That's the episode that I just uploaded last week on the podcast, talking about just really embracing change because when you're on this journey of really trying to figure out like what it is that you're supposed to do with your life, it can start off by just like you did teaching people one-on-one in person, and then it can evolve into an online platform, which is where a lot of a lot of things are being moved to everything is becoming digital and it's so much more convenient for people to turn on a a YouTube video at home and do a 20 minute yoga practice here versus driving to a studio that might take them 20 minutes to get there, doing an hour long practice, chit-chatting with people, and then getting back home. So it's, it really is a convenience thing. And the fact that you're really stepping into that and embodying that is so beautiful. And I, I actually, like, I know we had some, we had a few topics that we want to talk about, and one of those was back pain and how, like you've you've experienced back pain throughout your life. And I think I would love to do- dive into that topic of back pain in a future podcast because that is something that resonates with me as well. But one thing I really feel like I'm is resonating with me for both of us to talk about is just getting started on certain things in your life, getting started with that yoga routine, getting started with that wellness routine, getting started on doing the research on how to take care of your body. I would love to dive deeper into that topic because I think that just showing up is the hardest part for a lot of people and, um, you know, kind of tying it into the back pain, which we can definitely do in a future episode, tying it into that. It could be, that, that the back pain could be the thing that sets you off into actually figuring out how to fix yourself, how to align your body energetically and how to release this back pain. And a lot of the times, you know, medicine, um, going to physical therapy and the chiropractor and different things like that, it can be very helpful. But what I've always found to be the most helpful is tuning inward and showing up on the mat. And that's what works for me. That's like, you know, getting into my body, settling in, but it can be hard to like get that first step moving, especially for me. If I take a few days off showing up to the mat can be very difficult. So as a wellness coach, as a personal trainer, as a yoga instructor, what advice do you have for people who have a difficult time showing up and holding themselves accountable?
1: Yeah. Um, I would say to find, get accountability, honestly, is the best, is the best way to do it. If you know that you have trouble with, with holding yourself accountable, there's nothing wrong with that. Like you're not less of a person. You're more, honestly, more human than anything else. But a lot of the times um, you need to take the steps to get that accountability or do the things um, that you need to do to to encourage yourself so in other words get accountability elsewhere so whether that is like getting a friend even texting a friend and saying every day and and saying i'm starting my yoga practice and they hold you accountable to that or hiring a coach or hiring a private yoga teacher but that's obviously not accessible to everyone so utilize your friends and utilize the people around you who are on this same journey and like want to support you those supportive kinds of friends and family um when i know one big thing that people struggle with is like family dynamic or like household dynamics mm-hmm. like they can't find the space to do it um maybe like their partner or their kids are in the way you know and so you have to recruit those people into your life to understand that you're doing this like for you to be a better person and that it will um it will help them as well mm-hmm. because when you're a better person they they'll feel better and then they're a better person and it's and it goes like that and so Tell, and not only just telling them that this is going to benefit you, but showing them. So I always make a point with my with my partner like to show him how great I feel after I do yoga, just because, not because I'm like faking it or anything, but because I want him to, to see that. And I want him, and, and it feels good all around. So if I'm done meditating or doing a yoga, yoga practice, I'll go up to him after and give him a hug and show him like how I'm feeling. And then that makes him want to give me that space because he likes when I feel that way. He, he wants to feel that way. It's, it's like, it all multiplies like that. So I think the main point of that is like, make sure that the people that you live with and that they're, they know, they feel it's just as important as you do to make this happen.